Hey you, you're now listening to Thick and Slick. I'm your girl Key. Are you ready? Because I am. Hey y'all, what's good? It's your girl Key and this is episode 11 of Thick and Slick. I'm so sorry I did not drop an episode last week. So if you were looking for your girl, I was MIA and let me tell you why. <laughs> let me tell you why. I got a good reason. I was actually moving so I was tired, tired and I did not get a chance to break away and record but I'm in full effect. So Let's jump into it. Please follow my podcast on IG at Thick and Slick Podcast. Y'all, I finally reached 500, over 500 followers. So thank you. Hey, go key, go key. <laughs> I don't know why I just did this little struggle twerk, but I am so grateful. I say it once and I say it again. I am grateful for each and every one of the followers that I gained because I started out with none. So just any support that I get, I love it and I'm here for it and I just receive it wholeheartedly. And once again, thank you. Also, another milestone that I hit, I reached over 200 plays. Okay, so it lets me know that you guys are really rocking with me. So thank y'all for tuning in to me each and every week to hear your girl speak. And let's jump into this topic. I really had the opportunity to self-reflect this week because I've been at home. Oh, Lord, let me tell you, it is a challenge. So (laughs) this is my first week actually being home through this whole outbreak. I am what you consider. I am what is considered an essential worker. I am a pharmacy tech at a hospital. So up to this point, I've had no problem with going to work. Um, I wasn't really affected since this outbreak hit with my job, um, per se. However, they finally cut our hours and I was mandated to stay at home for a week. And I'm going to just be honest. It sucks. Like my heart goes out to those who have been at home longer than a month um, because it's just horrible like I'm just absolutely bored um and I feel like it's just so easy to find these negative thoughts or like inner demons um kind of creep back in and just kind of cloud our judgment and really just make it like a hard space to be in right now and especially because there's no one to really physically um be there since we have to social distance so it just sucks um so, but even with that, I'm going to just cut to the chase. I was bored. I was absolutely bored. Like, I was just so bored. So freaking bored and tired of just being, like, I, I literally was watching um pimple popping videos for, like, 30 minutes. Like, literally watching these people pop their bumps. Like, it's nobody's business. Like, just, just, I'm like, what <laughs> is going on, Key? Get it together. But... I will also say that I did get the opportunity to reprioritize things that I've been putting on the back burner. So I am grateful for that. And it's also allowed me to self-reflect and get into this topic that I have, which is self-sabotage. So I'll be 100. I've always been since the the start of this. I am someone who self-sabotages 
a lot of aspects and a lot of aspects of my life. I feel like I've self-sabotaged um, when it comes to educational goals. I've self-sabotaged when it comes to career um, goals. And I feel like I've also self-sabotaged really with my relationships with family, friends, etc. So let's get into it. If you um, are not aware about what self-sabotage is, I really found this definition um, this website called Mind Tools that I think is really great because it talks about one sabotage and then also self-sabotage. It defines both of those terms. So let's start off with sabotage. Sabotage is the act of destroying or undermine, undermining something often in a covert manner. And the term self-sabotage is used when this destructive behavior is directed at yourself. At first, you may not even notice that you're doing it, but when negative habits consistently undermine your efforts, they can be considered a form of psychological self-harm. Mm. So let me just put it like this. I am someone who was not aware of being a, uh, being a self-saboteur and I've also <laughs> now realized that I have been doing it for such a long time. And I'm so glad that I finally came to uh, light about these things that I would do, these behaviors that I would um, display in my everyday life because it's just harming. It harms you. Like the definition said, it's a form of self-harm. So I actually wrote down two of the reasons why I feel like I self-sabotage. The first one would be um, lack of confidence slash self-esteem slash self-hate. Yes, I got the slashes. <laughs> I actually did that on my paper. So I feel like it's just kind of like a combination of all three of those different, you know, things. And then also um, control. The desire to be in control are the two things I wrote for why I self-sabotage. And let me just break down the first um, reason why I feel that I self-sabotage. I believe that when I was really thinking about or reflecting about the relationships that I've had with potential partners and things of that nature, I just realized that I had such a lack of self-confidence that I inadvertently would just place these misconceptions that dudes was just not into me because of um because of me physically and these are things that were absolutely not true like dude would really walk with me like really really genuinely like me really really would want to be with me and i would um just deny acts deny them the the access to me because I just could not believe could not fathom could not come to terms with them genuinely liking me because I didn't like myself right so I'm like how can someone like me when I don't even like myself you know how if you how do you like what you see and I don't even like what I see so I definitely um, self-sabotage those potential relationships. And even further, furthering that, I even self-sabotage that with um, friendships where I would, um, and this is like a lack of self-esteem, would assume that 
I was not being treated um, as good as like some people, some of some people's others friends because um, just that lack of self-esteem, like not thinking that I'm like the funniest or the one that people want to be around, you know, and I would take things so literal when or be so like hypersensitive to just small things like not being invited out or like and it would not even literally it would not even be because they didn't want me out. It's just. <laughs> you know, like they just didn't think to ask or just just like little small hiccups that wouldn't end a friendship. But I turned them into big traumatic situations because of this lack of self-esteem, lack of confidence and um, and just the idea that people genuinely just got love for me. And I could not come to terms with that because I didn't have love for myself. So those were uh, one of the one of the roots for me as to why I self-sabotage. And then the other one um, was control and this desire to always have control. And I think it comes from just the fear of just just falling like just just risking it all like I I used to be very fearful of that and I've always had to have control over every aspect of my life um because I was just afraid of failure and things of that nature so I would self-sabotage a lot when it comes to just educational uh ventures and things of that nature um and I would just get into that like I would literally be on the verge of failing a class and within the last what is it like the last like quarter of the class I would um go ham study my ass off you know what I'm saying just do every little thing that I could to ensure that I passed the class and this form of procrastination just um sitting on assignments knowing that they're due having like very aware that they're due, just sitting on assignments and, and, and intentionally not turning them in, bringing my grades so low and just being a, that whole sense of rescuing my grade and maintaining that control over my, um, my grade was a boost to that ego, to that self-esteem, to that, um, void that I was trying to feel so that's where I get into the whole why I got into the whole control aspect of why I self-sabotaged but listen let me get into self-sabotaging as it relates to relationships um I talked a little bit about me having lack of body confidence, but I really want to talk about the main relationship that I harmed because of self-sabotage. And it would be the one with my mom. So shout out to my mom. I'm pretty sure she's going to listen to this episode and text me like, mm, mm-hmm, you sure did. <laughs> she's going to get in my ass after this episode, but yeah, I will definitely admit that I self-sabotaged that relationship. Um, and I can always, always, always um, be open and honest to say that I believe that this this, this destruction of our relationship um, turned. It was very pivotal when I turned 18. Just that whole phase of a young adulthood was horrible for me. Trying to discover who I was and things of that nature. I believe that I took every lesson that my mom was trying to teach me in that time period and turned it into a weapon against me. And she was just trying to help me, help me. And, um, 
I definitely victimized myself within that process. And it ultimately um, just destroyed the trust and the love. Well, I wouldn't say the love. I think my mom always loved me, but really just the trust and the the relationship all together as a whole was just kind of destroyed by me always weaponizing her um her um advice or just everything just any little things that she would try to do to get close to me I just just turned her away so that is one aspect of self well one of the relationships that I really self sabotage and I can say it say it I've said it before I'll say it again mom mommy I'm so sorry 100% wholeheartedly so sorry for destroying um destroying our relationship at that point in time but we are better now and I love you and <laughs> I'm just so grateful for you for, you know, sticking out with me, even though I am a difficult child. So (laughs) and I just challenge you if you're listening uh, and you are someone who self-sabotaged a relationship to go and apologize to that person, please just apologize because just be the bigger person, because to be honest, you know, I'm pretty sure that person would love to just, you know, hear you and receive you so apologize and to those who have been a recipient of someone self-sabotaging a relationship with them please forgive them I promise you they probably didn't mean it just probably dealing with some type of internal conflicts so just forgive them and that's just my challenge and if you are someone who um has anything to say about this particular topic feel free to dm me i love to conversate and chop it up because it's it's this is a deep one so (laughs) it's super deep but let me just push it a little bit further here um i believe that the damage the emotional damage that self-sabotage have comes is very 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 um toxic and I would say like the two things that I was um started to do because of the self-sabotage is I would have a lot of built-up anger always mad mad the world oh I was mad mad a lot um and very passive aggressive so those are to me some of the two things that I see happen from those who are really um self-saboteurs they are very 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 angry um and then that anger and frustration uh turns into guilt um feeling guilty for what they have done feeling guilty for um allowing to allowing themselves to be the factor in their downfall being the only factor in their downfall so then they that it's that process of guilt and then it turns into shame so then you become shameful for the action that you did and um it also knocks down that self-esteem back to self-esteem knocks down that confidence because you feel ashamed of what you did you can't even i remember um just going back with the conversation with my the situation with my mother it was I was so shameful for um, doing that, uh, doing that to our relationship that it was just really hard for me to look at her 
you know, because I, I couldn't believe that I hurt someone that I love so dearly. So that is those, I feel like that is really what comes from the um, self-sabotage. That's the emotional damage that wanes on you. And it takes a lot to heal that shit. It takes a lot to heal that shit. Um, and also, before I even switch gears, I really want to talk too about self-sabotage when it comes to relationships r- with romantic relationships and another way in which you can self-sabotage is not just with the lack of body confidence but it's also with bringing baggage uh sis bringing that baggage into a new relationship and basically criminalizing your new partner for shit that they didn't even do is self-sabotage you literally just (laughs) you've just made that person um the criminal to all of your pain you made them the the reason why and they, they haven't even done anything wrong you know so that is another form of self-sabotage just a sidebar that I forgot to talk about earlier so um I say all of that to say this there is a way to get out of it like there is a way to um be a self-saboteur and become victorious and uh, remove that behavior from your everyday life. And the first thing is acknowledgement. You got to acknowledge it <laughs> to solve it, like period. And that's honestly with anything, any type of negative characteristic that you're trying to remove from your life, you got to acknowledge it first. And then once you acknowledge it, you does have to learn from it. So you acknowledge it like, all right, I did that shit. So then you have to learn what you did, how you contributed to your self-sabotage. So you make sure it doesn't happen again. Because like, like they say, history repeats itself. So you have to make yourself consciously aware of the the signs of when you're about to self-sabotage. Like, uh-uh-uh, don't go there, Key. Like, I literally, this is what I tell myself. Uh-uh, don't go there, Key. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Sometimes I have to literally step back. From a situation, whether it be an hour, 30 minutes, 10 minutes, however long I feel like it takes for me to uh, come correct, I say come correct before I like I have to literally assess it. Like, let me assess this stuff before I self-sabotage it and turn it from a a little hiccup to a mountain. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So that's really like just my best advice um when it comes to that but if you again i'm gonna challenge y'all at the end of this episode go mend these relationships that you self-sabotaged go do it please and honestly there's nothing else to do we're stay we're at home <laughs> we're st- where there's nowhere to go this is the perfect time to really mend those um those old wounds really heal and um, work on our relationships with each other. It's the most important time to self-reflect because there's nothing that can distract us now. There's no distractions except for social media. But we it's just like typically when you what happens when you break up, you turn up. 
You know, we can't even go run from our problems anymore, whether it be with just like social interactions, whether it be turning up with friends or going out to eat. We can't do it anymore. So we have to um, sit in it. We have to sit in our mess. And this is the time to clean it up, sis. So I challenge all of you guys again, forgive and apologize to your loved ones, to your friends to your co-worker, to your colleague, whatever it may be, whoever you may have harmed in your self-sabotage. This is key. I love y'all. Bye. Are you still there? So tell me what you thought about this episode. Send me an email at key.speaks at gmail.com. Bye.